I was able to get more things done in two hours than in the whole day when I started prioritizing. It's crazy to me to even think about it. But as soon as I was forced to work only two hours a day instead of seven, eight, nine or ten, I got more done. Welcome to the Profitable Graphic Designer Podcast. I'm Katie Sandel, brand strategist, designer, and the CEO of a successful six-figure design agency. I teach brand, graphic, and web designers how to get more clients, increase their pricing, and build profitable design businesses in a simple and sustainable way. We have online programs, courses, and templates that you can use, as well as our coaching and mastermind high-touch experience for creatives. You can find out more about starting and growing your design business at AventiveAcademy.com. But until then, grab a cup of coffee and join me in today's podcast episode. As a business owner, it doesn't matter if you have a graphic design business or a branding design business or even like if you're a photographer, videographer, in general, like as a business owner, it's easy to get overwhelmed by the number of marketing strategies available to us, like from social media to email marketing to networking to paid advertising. The options are really endless. But it's important to remember that not all strategies are created equal and not all strategies are going to work for you. And trying to do them all at once can lead to like burnout and not getting any of them done well. And so what that means is that when we are not sure about who our ideal client is and who we want to work with, then we try all these marketing strategies. I'm sure that you've been there where you post on Instagram, but nothing's happening. You connect with people on LinkedIn, but nothing's happening. Like maybe you went for, I don't know, like in-person networking events, but you were not getting clients. And the problem here wasn't that it wasn't that you were not good enough or that you were not doing those things well, but you probably were not doing them well if you were doing them all at once. It's also very important to mention that some strategies are going to work for some designers and some other strategies are going to work for some other designers because we all have, even though we are all, let's say, and now I'm comparing graphic designers, right? So let's say you're a graphic designer and I'm a graphic designer and we offer very similar services, right? But everything else is totally different. I live in Austin, Texas. Maybe you live in Florida. Maybe you're in New York. Your target audience is different. Your website is different. The way you talk is different. The way you behave, the, the way you do your marketing, your portfolio is different. Your previous clients are different. Your proposals, your contracts, like your pricing, everything is so, so different. And there are no two businesses that are completely the same. So maybe, let's say you live in, I don't know, let's say you're in Las Vegas. So maybe in Las Vegas, Google search is going to work better than in-person networking events. But here in Austin, in-person networking events work really, really good. 
or maybe you are somewhere in Europe, let's say you're in Serbia, where I'm originally from, and there are not that many networking events in person. So maybe LinkedIn is going to work for you, but we are still all, you know, just graphic designers. We, are, we still all offer very similar services, but different marketing strategies work for you and different marketing strategies work for me. And also... There are many successful designers who have started their businesses 15 years ago, 20 years ago, when Instagram wasn't a thing, when maybe they were posting on, I don't even know if Craigslist existed at that time, but I started my business at, on Craigslist. Also, like their blogs are maybe now more successful than your blogs because they already have thousands and thousands of articles and Google already trusts their website and is pushing them up. You know, so it's very important to to just know that you can get like overwhelmed by marketing strategies, by, mar by marketing in general easily, like very, very easily these days because we have so many options. And even when I talk about social media, even if we are talking just about social media, there is still Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, LinkedIn, like so many options and they're all different. And yes, you can repurpose your content and repost it and all that, but it's still a lot to think about, you know, like TikTok. Okay, cool. I need to create a video. Oh, maybe I can use it on, I don't know, YouTube shorts or reels. Okay, cool. Now I need to create a carousel. Oh, now I need to actually create a real content like text for LinkedIn. And, you know, not every audience is going to resonate the same. Are you talking to other designers? Or are you talking to potential clients? Are you talking to your referral partners? Like it, it all really, really depends. But the point of today's podcast episode is actually talking about how you can simplify that. And the best, like the best way to simplify your marketing and to look into like marketing strategies is just thinking about who you want to attract to your brands, to your business. And I know it's, It sounds very easy and it sounds like, oh, duh, <laughs> like, okay, that's all logical, right? But it's very important to, to really even like write it down. My ideal client is Nick. He's 38. He has this much money. He lives here. He uses LinkedIn and he would sometimes post on Twitter. He, I don't know, reads this kind of blogs. He goes for this kind of networking events. This is what he cares about. This is why he would buy from me and things like that. And then it's not like you're not going to exclude anyone. You're just very intentional about your marketing and you will know exactly what you need to do in order to attract that kind of client. And so let's say that's Nick. He's on LinkedIn. Now, instead of creating videos for TikTok, you're going to focus on LinkedIn and you will attract not just Nick, but people who are like Nick. And it will be way easier for you to create content when you know who you are creating it for. Even like, here's an example. Let's say now you're trying to get a client. Where do you even start from? So you need a client. Okay, cool. You need a client and the client is, can be like anywhere and can be anyone. And it's very hard to, to focus on finding a client. It's like, oh, I'm looking for a person. Like, oh, I'm looking for a husband. Doesn't matter. No, it does matter, right? So that's what you like. You need to know who you're looking for. You need to set your standards. You need to set your pricing. You need to know who your dream, ideal husband is, <laughs> you know, like the client, of course. But 
if you don't know that, then you will continue getting those clients you don't want to work with. And to go back like to simplifying, so as soon as you know who the ideal client is, who the dream client is, who is the person you want to work with and what kind of project is like what kind of project that person is looking for, like, what is that that you're going to work on? Is that a logo for a spa? Is that a website for a fitness studio or something? Like, whatever it is, you have to know that. And again, that doesn't mean you're excluding the rest. It just means that you're very intentional about your marketing and marketing strategies, and you're not going to be overwhelmed because you will not be spread, like, so thin as you may have been so far, and you will be like doing the right thing from the beginning and you will know where and how to attract the right person. I still remember when I was posting on Instagram, I think it was like, I don't know, like seven years ago. (laughs) And Instagram still didn't have that many people at that time. But even then, it was already becoming like more and more saturated. And I just didn't have any strategies. I didn't know what I'm doing. I didn't know if my ideal clients are on Instagram. I just heard, oh, I should be on Instagram. Okay, cool. I'm going to post on Instagram. And then I would post to get like two likes. Then the next time I would post, I would get five likes. Then the next time, one like. And I'm like, okay, so what is going on? Then I would like Google how to get more followers, how to do this and that. And I'm sure you've been there. And I was at a point where I was posting three posts a day on a platform where my clients are not even on Instagram. Like my ideal, my dream clients, who at least I see as my dream clients, like maybe those people wouldn't be your dream clients, but my dream clients are not on a platform that I was using. And then I was asking myself, why am I not seeing results? Why am I not getting clients? Well, they're simply not there, right? So it doesn't matter if I'm posting, if I'm putting effort into it, when my clients were not there. I was just attracting other designers, like literally all those people who design logos, websites, flyers, stationery, whatever. Only they would follow me. Only they would like my work. And that was it. And then, of course, I felt overwhelmed. I felt I felt like frustrated. I was even like secretly looking for jobs on the side. You know, I would go to Indeed, like, oh, let me just see what's around. Like, my business not working. Yeah, it's not working because I don't know how to make it work because I don't know who I want to work with. And then how would my clients know that they should work with me if even I don't know that they should work with me? You know what I mean? So it just didn't make sense. But ever since I, I, ever since I figured out who I want to work with, and that, again, doesn't mean that you have to like be very specific or niche down or have like your specialty or something, but you just have to like imagine this person in your mind. So as soon as I did that, I was able to rewrite a copy for my website, redo my portfolio restructure the whole marketing strategy and figure out, okay, I'm going to ditch Instagram. It's just not it. I'm going to focus on blogging, in-person networking events and LinkedIn. And you know, that's, that's where my clients are coming from, but I'm not overwhelmed anymore. And people are sometimes even surprised, especially my students here at the Eventive Academy, when I respond to their emails or voice messages or private DMs on Instagram, because my My business is very successful, but that doesn't mean that I'm working 24-7, you know, like I have time. When you look into my calendar, I maybe have like a couple of calls per week. 
I need to record a podcast episode, send a couple of emails. And it's like very spacious. Like I'm like really flexible and free. The other thing that's very important when it comes to like getting your time back and simplifying your marketing or to-do list is to focus on this one thing. So the key to simplifying your marketing efforts and achieving success is to focus on one thing at a time or one thing in like in general. And this means like choosing one strategy that aligns with your goals and values and putting all your efforts into mastering it. You know, like instead of posting on Instagram and LinkedIn and blogging and doing email marketing and going for events, like why not focus on one thing? For example, if your goal is to increase your visibility and reach a wider audience, focusing on LinkedIn, like on LinkedIn networking, would be more effective than trying to handle like Instagram, LinkedIn and in-person events all at the same time. And by focusing on one thing, you'll be able to make real progress and achieve your goals faster. And I... so. I used to work a lot. I used to work many, many hours a day. I would start working around like eight or nine. And I mean, I'm talking about even three years ago. So this was three years ago. I was working nine till, well, around like seven or eight. So basically the whole day, right? And then all of a sudden I had a baby and I simply wasn't able to work that many hours anymore. So I started waking up at 5 a.m. and I would work 5 till 7. That's it. So those are two hours. And then baby wakes up. I have to feed the baby. I have to get ready, like all that. And then we're hanging out at home because it was during COVID. So daycares were not open. We didn't have family around. And even if we did, we were not sure what COVID was at that time yet, right? So So all of a sudden, instead of working, let's say, 10 or 12 hours a day on my business, I had two. And to be honest, I was able to do way more things. And I'll talk about what way more means in in just a second in those two hours and in the whole day previously. And that is because I decided to really focus only on things that are very important and the rest either goes on my hold list, like one day, one day is going to happen. Or I would outsource, which was very, very smart and very cool, because I kept outsourcing now the things, even though now I would have more time for it, but I just don't want to do them anymore. So in those two hours, I knew that I have to focus on the things that are very important. So I had to like, prioritize, I had to figure out what is this one thing that I have to complete in these two hours? Or how many things I can fit into these two hours? And then the rest, it's simply not possible. It's not getting done. And it's totally okay. And that is when basically my business started like to really, really grow. Because I had more time to think and less time to work. So I was able to, okay, let's step back figure out what is that that's working, what is that that's not working, and let's ditch everything else like to the side. We don't need it. We don't want to work on that. Or if something is very important, but it takes too much time, like blogging, let's outsource that. I don't have time. I don't have four or five hours now to write a really cool blog post. But now I have an amazing, amazing blogger and my assistant. So basically, they would work on it. My blogger would write the whole blog post and send it to my assistant and she would post it online. She would promote it and everything. Like sometimes I don't even see our blogs and it's amazing. It's like, it really is amazing. And it's all, and 
it all comes down to me being kind of forced to work two hours instead of 12 hours. And ever since now I am looking into like when I'm running my business, how can I make it even more simple, more simple? I want to work less. I want to make more. I want to work less, you know, and that's where, you know, all my business decisions are now coming from. So the power of focusing on one thing is very powerful, right? <laughs> it's amazing. It is amazing. Try it. I'm, I mean, I'm not saying like, oh, try to work two hours a day, like, and all of a sudden you're going to build a seven figure design business. Like, no, it's not. I mean, maybe it's going to happen, <laughs> but I am just saying that if you focus on one thing at a time, or if you prioritize things and put everything else on hold, you will get your goals faster. It's not about doing more. It's about working smarter. You know, it's not about doing like posting more. It's about connecting with the right people for going to get to to the levels where where you want to be, right? And again, you know, it really depends on the right strategy. So instead of trying all the strategies at once, it's very important to focus on this one strategy. So choosing the right strategy is crucial to success when it comes to focusing on one thing at a time. It's important to like research and understand your target audience, as mentioned, and then choose a strategy that you reach them effectively. And you should also consider your strengths and weaknesses and choose a strategy that aligns with your skills and interests. And I talk about this a lot in in some other podcast episodes but if you are if you're now like thinking okay well a lot of my ideal clients my dream clients like people who I want to work with they go for networking events but i hate networking events like you literally don't have to do them figure out how to connect with people on linkedin and schedule zoom like Zoom calls with them or see how you can connect with them, but not in person. Or you just have to figure out how to how to do networking events because they're really fun. They're not that bad. And I understand if you're an introvert, you know, I am extrovert. So so it's for me, those things are really cool. But I'm not into Instagram, for example. And luckily, my dream clients are not there either, but I'm not into Instagram. So we don't really do Instagram for my branding and design agency. I do have a designer and I do have someone who writes all the captions. And so they work on it and they post like maybe two or three times a a week. And it's always like a single post. There are no carousels, no reels. We don't follow any like algorithm changes or anything like that. We just post just so if someone, let's say my dream client, gets on our website and they're like, okay, I love all of this. Let me just look into their social media. And they click on Instagram like icon and they get to my Instagram. And then if we didn't post for a year, they'll be like, hmm, are they still around? So the only reason why we post is just to like to to say to our client, hey, we are alive. We exist. <laughs> you know, so kind of like to to, to ensure that do they know we exist, that we're still active, that we're looking for clients and all that. But our focus is really not on Instagram. So yeah, you know, like choosing the right strategy is is the key to simplifying everything in your business. You know, by choosing the right strategy, you'll be able to make the most of your efforts and achieve better results. And I give many, many examples, so I'm not going to bo- to go back into it. But I'm sure that as a business owner, you know how much marketing is important. I mean, 
you can love your business and you can love being a designer and you can love being a creative and all that. Like it's it's all good. But in order to run your own business, you need to do marketing all the time. You need to sell all the time. You need to talk to clients all the time. You need to, you know, be active somewhere all the time. Doesn't have to be everywhere. But it's very important, again, to choose the right strategy, figure out who your dream clients are, and focus on one thing at a time. Now, while it's important to focus on one thing at a time, it's also very important to be open and to experiment and like be flexible. Like you should be willing to try new things and see what works best for your business. And when you know, when you've mastered one strategy, you can then move on to the next one. And by being open to experimentation and flexibility, you'll be able to adapt to changing market conditions and continue growing your business. And again, I'll go back now to giving examples, but ChatGPT, the AI tool is like everybody's talking about it and it's very, very powerful. Like I love it. At first, I was, you know, skeptical, just like everyone. And maybe if you're, let's say you're a logo designer, you're now afraid of AI. And maybe, you know, they're going to, like, the platform's AI is going to replace you. But let me just tell you this one really, really cool sentence that I've heard. It says, AI will not replace you, but a person using AI will. And that is so true. Like, AI will never be able to design a better logo They will never be able to design like custom packaging or an amazing website, but you can get inspired by what they design. So, and I say they, like they're people, right? (laughs) I use like, for example, like for chat GPT, I would sometimes even be like, oh, so he told me. (laughs) So funny, but I use chat GPT all the time. Every time and I want to respond to a client's email. Oh my God. I just remember like an amazing, crazy example. So a few weeks ago, and hopefully my potential client is not going to hear this. I mean, his potential client as of today, but I think he'll be my client in in a couple of weeks. So basically, he's starting now, I don't even say like what kind of business, but so they're starting a business that I don't know anything about, right? But I would love to design a logo and labels and, and like their website, like I would love my branding and design agency to work on that. Of course, I'm not the one that's going to actually design it because I don't design anymore. I am a creative director and I would lead the whole project. I would be a brand strategist and I would bring on my team. But long story short, it's something I would love, love, love to work on. However, I don't know anything about that business. So I went to chat GPT and I was like, how would I start? And then I typed like what their business is about because I really want to understand my client and I want to see where he's coming from. What is that that he needs? Not just in terms of like logo and labels. And so I got like a list of 10 things. And so I quickly, like really, really quickly learned about his business and I literally did copy paste. So these are the steps to start your business. And these are the steps I can help you with. And then I chose, I don't know, like step four, five, six, seven, and eight, which was all about like visual identity, graphic design, mm, social media posts. And I don't know, I don't know exactly what it was, but basically the things that we offer as a branding and design agency. And he loved it. Like he immediately was like, oh my God, thank you so much for sending me this. And I'm like, yeah. (laughs) So, and that is honestly like a project that's going to cost $15,000 that I'm going to get like super quickly. We're also going to finish it really quickly because now we know a lot about it. And it's all because 
this AI platform told us all about it, right? So chat GPT is amazing. And then the client responded. And then I did copy paste of his email, put it in chat GPT and said, can you please respond to this email? Can you also say that we are going to help them with that, that and that? And I got an email that I, again, did copy paste. And of course, you make like small changes. It's not as smart as you are, right? <laughs> but this, the changes that you make are just like quickly and it saves you so much time. So again, AI will not replace you, but a person using AI might replace you. So just be open to using it. And even like a few weeks ago, we had a client, we were working on, on this like candle company. So we were working on their logo and labels and whatnot. We are about to work on their website as well. And so I went to chat GPT and asked like, hi, I am designing this logo for a candle company. This is the name of the company. This is the history. This is where the name is coming from. This is what it means. This is who the ideal client, uh, who the ideal customers, like who's going to buy these candles. Uh, Like, you know, so I gave all the information and then I said, can you give me some ideas for logo design? And I got 10 different ideas. To be honest, they were not that great, but I got, oh, this word and this word and this. Okay, let me ask it. Like, how can I now combine these words into a tagline? And then I got a tagline. And then from there, I was like, oh, okay. So if you use a typography, what kind of typography would be the best for this, for this company, for this logo? Then I got the answer for that. And then I went, I don't remember the name of, um, the name of another AI software and put that in which is, it's a graphic software. So basically, they it, it designs logos for you. So I went there and I got a bunch of like, kind of like generic logos. So it's like, if you were, if you went to like stock images, you know, stock graphics, icons, things like that. But one of the fonts was amazing. And I was like, ooh, I love this font. Let me go like, and then I went on Creative Market, found a font that I love. We purchased the font. We are now using that font. And it all started from AI and getting ideas from it. And I solved the problem, which was, you know, finding like the solution for my client, which is the logo design in hour and a half, hour and a half. At the end of the day, I still designed it in Illustrator and all of that, but it all started by using the software, the AI software that helped me get to to the next level. Okay, so that's, you know, long story short, but what I wanted to say is that it's just very important to be open to like experimentation and flexibility and adopting new things and not just, you know, oh, this is a trend and this is what I'm doing, but really using the tools in your favor. And even when you're using the tools, don't use now all of them. There's so many like different platforms, AI platforms that now designers can use, but really focus again on on a few things, you know, like in in the conclusion of this podcast episode, like focusing on one thing at a time is key to simplifying your marketing efforts, your business, your, you know, like achieving your goals, like it, it allows you to make real progress and master a strategy and 
like a strategy that's going to work for you and achieve your goals faster. And again, it's very important to choose the right strategy for your business, but be open to to make some experiments, to, to experiment and be very flexible. And remember that you can always add more strategies as you go and you can make changes. If something doesn't work today, maybe it's going to work tomorrow. But of course, you have to improve. And yeah, I hope that this episode was helpful and I've really focused, I've really focused, <laughs> I really hope that you focus on one thing at a time and focus on the right thing by knowing who the right clients are for you. Okay, I also want to remind you that our mastermind is starting next week, so February 15, 2023. If you want to join us, so we still have a couple of spots left, you can apply at aventiveacademy.com slash mastermind. And I'll talk to you next time. Bye. Thank you for joining us today on the Profitable Graphic Designer Podcast. If you're ready to scale your business into a profitable, simple, and sustainable design agency, as well as get your time back, then I invite you to join The Creative CEO. The Creative CEO is a high-touch coaching and mastermind experience for brand and web designers who are ready to constantly book high-ticket clients and get to six figures and beyond without the overwhelm. Visit aventiveacademy.com mastermind for more information.